recording live in New York. This is WYOI Weekly News. I'm Chris Barlow, and we begin this week with the death of a legend. Yes, fans all across the world joined in mourning the loss of their beloved rock star, and also air, water, and tree star, The Environment, which passed away this week at the age of 4.5 billion. The environment is survived by its inhabitants. However, experts agree that these relatively immature offspring are unlikely to survive very long on their own. Reached for comment, President Donald Trump said it was a great day for America while using his soot-covered executive order rescinding Obama-era climate regulations to fan away the beautiful, billowing smog, quickly enveloping everything in sight. Of course, in Washington, liberals were outraged that the country would no longer keep its commitment to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, as outlined in the Paris Climate Accords. But Republicans are thrilled to have the opportunity to take long-suffering American coal miners and get them back to work at jobs that cause a host of health problems, including, but not limited, to black lung. <clears throat> And just in time for the president to let the entire American healthcare system, quote, explode just because he couldn't get his way. Wow. <laughs> if that's not compassionate conservatism, I don't know what is. <laughs> Ooh. Well, speaking of our exploding healthcare system, it's been a whole week since President Trump and Speaker Paul Ryan abandoned their signature healthcare bill, and yet somehow both men are still arguing about how they want to fail at healthcare reform next. Trump has suggested that he'd be open to working with Democrats on a compromise measure that overhauls or reforms Obamacare, but Ryan vehemently opposes any plan that does not completely repeal the Affordable Care Act and replace it with reasonably priced cremation services. Mm. Trump has grown so fed up with the Tea Party-aligned House Freedom Caucus that he's threatening to run primary challengers against them in 2018. Given Trump's cratering popularity, though, it seems likely that the only candidates he would be able to recruit at this time are named Eric, Donald Jr., and Ivanka. And it will take more than three seats to consolidate power in the House, but President Trump does have his standards, and he steadfastly believes that it is better to lose with dignity than to win with Tiffany. Mm. In other news, Hillary gave her first post-election speech, telling audience members that she was ready to come out of the woods. <laughs> To which the audience reportedly responded, No! No! Go back into the woods, Hillary! Go back and take us there with you! Oh. And while we're on the subject of people who won the popular vote exactly once, rumors are swirling that former President George W. Bush reacted to Donald Trump's inauguration by saying, quote, That was some weird shit. Whew. A spokesman for the former president refused to confirm the statement, since, like most Republicans, Bush is currently rocking back and forth, humming to himself quietly in a semi-fetal position, while secretly hoping that God is already dead. Because otherwise, the Almighty will surely force him to spend an eternity answering questions about Donald Trump's tweets. Hmm. 
Speaking of tweets, Twitter made a massive and long-awaited announcement this week. No, it's not a comprehensive solution to bullying, harassment, and terrorist recruitment. It's something even more important than that. Usernames will no longer count towards your 140 character limit. Oh my god. Whoa. This is huge news, but it is especially good news for the president, who will now be able to insult CNN, BuzzFeed, The New York Times, Jake Tapper, Washington Post, Rachel Maddow, Wolf Blitzer, Rosie O'Donnell, Meryl Streep, and Nancy Pelosi, all in a single tweet. Wow. These are some exciting times we live in, and they are even more exciting thanks to Twitter, because soon, you will be able to relive all of Donald Trump's most presidential tweets at The Daily Show's real-life Donald Trump presidential Twitter library. Comedy Central has confirmed that the project is real and will offer free admission. But the question remains, will the library feature the Internet's foremost dramatic reader of Donald Trump? Well, <clears throat> if you work for Comedy Central, consider this my audition tape and call me. announcement by Ford today. Major investment to be made in three Michigan plants. Car companies coming back to U.S. Jobs! 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 <sighs> in tech news, Samsung unveiled its flagship Galaxy 8 smartphone this week, reassuring customers that the new device is perfectly safe and will only explode if God wills it. And finally, in entertainment news, the new dystopian sci-fi movie The Ghost in the Shell opened this week. It's the terrifying story of a Japanese woman who wakes up in the body of Scarlett Johansson. Hmm. Well, from New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and a quick programming note for our New York viewers. I'll be performing at the Pit Loft on April 14th, May 12th, and June 23rd. And every ticket to that show will include a free glass of wine. Because let me tell you something, if we are going to talk about the news for even one moment, I would never expect you to be sober. And I won't be next week when I return with even more news here on W.Y. Oh, why? Oh, God.